0: You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast. I'm Mike Morrison, your host for the show, and this is the podcast in which we talk all things membership site and online course. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of the podcast. We really appreciate each and every one of our listeners, and hopefully you're all getting something from the show. And uh, in today's show, I wanted to talk about churn, member churn. What is it? and what can you do about it? So churn is a key area of membership site performance. It's one of the KPIs that every membership site owner should be tracking. However, unfortunately, the majority of membership software out there doesn't track this data for you. So quite often, you don't know what you don't know. So a lot of people don't realize that this is something that they should be monitoring, that this is something that they should be aware of. So member churn is essentially member turnover. It's how many members who were active at the beginning of the month are still here at the end of the month. So obviously, if you start the month, with 100 members and then you end the month with 90, that means you've lost 10 members. So of the 100 that were there, 10% have churned, 10% have dropped out during the course of the month. So your churn rate then is 10%. So in terms of how to actually calculate this, and with churn it's one of these things that if you search for it online, you'll find a million and one different explanations, different methods and calculations for how to work it out. Sometimes people will include uh, new members in there and trials and all that sort of stuff. But for simplicity's sake, we look at it as how many people were there at the start of the month that are still there at the end of the month. So we ignore any new sales that you've made. It's purely about retention. So in terms of what you should be aiming for, when it comes to churn, you should typically be looking for ideally 5% and lower. Round about the 5% mark is okay, it's pretty decent. But if you start creeping up towards 10, 10% over is when you should really be honing in on what's going wrong. What should we be doing to stop people from leaving the site to lower our churn? Now, in some cases, churn is inevitable, or in all cases, churn is inevitable. People are going to leave your site at some point. It's just part and parcel of running a subscription-based membership site. But with some situations, high churn can't be avoided. So if the core content, if the heart of your membership site is, for example, a one big epic course. So let's say you have an epic course that runs for three months, and then you have an option at the end of that for your students to stay on and be a part of your community. Now, in that case, obviously you've got the continuity option whereby people completing the course can stick around and help each other out and all of that. But the main part of what people are signing up for is over. It's done. So in that case your churn rate is going to be much much higher than it would be if for example you had a course library that you add a one new smaller course to every month. So where the value in month 1 is kind of equal to the value that's been delivered in month 10 in month 30, you know, in year 10. So in the cases where all of the value of your membership is front loaded so where there's a definitive point at which most people will be expected to drop out because they've consumed everything there is to consume, then your churn rate is going to be high. And in a lot of cases, you're not really going to be putting too much emphasis or too much importance on keeping churn rates down. Sure, it's a nice thing if people then do stick around in your community, but unless you're offering massive value after that initial period, you're going to have high churn, it's just the way it is. And you can kind of look at anyone who does stay on as a bonus. But for most membership websites, 5% is what you need to be kind of aiming for, uh, for decent growth. And 10% is probably where you're going to start worrying a bit. Now, like any statistics, it can't just be viewed in isolation. So if you have a churn rate of 5%, but you're not actually attracting any new members, then that 5% is a heck of a, lot of a lot worse than if you were attracting a massive amount of new members. So if you're attracting 100 new members every month and you know your churn rate is 10%, then that's nowhere near as bad, well, assuming that your overall membership level's 10% is less than 100. But it's nowhere near as bad as if you're attracting one new member a month, but your churn rate is 10%. So it has to be looked at in the context of your other stats. But assuming you have healthy growth, a healthy rate of acquisition, then 5% is roughly what you're aiming for. So what can we do to reduce churn? What can we do to improve member retention? The first thing for that is we need to make sure that you have a good onboarding sequence. Now, every successful membership website needs a good onboarding sequence. These are the steps and the process that you put new members through during their initial days as part of your membership site. So everything from what they see after they process their payment, what emails they receive, your welcome email, any sort of tour videos, any step-by-step guidance, how you get them engaged with your content, that all forms your onboarding sequence. And a good onboarding sequence can squash out any issues that could be currently leading to you losing members for silly reasons. So some of your members, if your churn is high, might be leaving because they're having technical problems with your site, or they might be having because they can't figure out where to find the things that they bought. Maybe they were attracted to your product by one particular course that's on your sales page, but when they actually get in there, they can't find that course and they think they're being ripped off, so they leave. If you've got a good onboarding sequence, it will help people to ingratiate themselves and to integrate themselves into your membership community to find the key content, to figure out where everything is. So being able to make sure that people are, find their way around and they're getting into using your site comfortably that can help you to close down any leaks to avoid losing people for silly reasons that could easily be resolved by a good onboarding sequence so make sure you've got a good good onboarding sequence because that can definitely help you improve retention and reduce churn secondly Be accessible to your members. So again, we mentioned that some people may be leaving your site because they have technical problems. Now, there's a big difference between having a technical problem and being able to easily solve it and having a technical problem and not knowing where to turn. So if someone joins your site and they can't get anything to work or they get an error message when they try and do something, and they don't know how to contact you, there's no option to contact a support email, there's no contact information on there, you don't have like a bug feedback form or anything like that, then that person's going to leave. They may put in the effort to try and find a way of reaching you, but actually you're going to frustrate them, you're going to annoy them, and they're going to just leave. They're going to cancel their account, and they're probably going to try and get their money back too. Whereas if you're making yourself accessible, you're making sure that there are several clear channels through which to communicate to you. Not only is that better from a technical support point of view, but it's also good for if they've just got a little question about how to do something. Where do I find this course? Where should I start? Basically anything that you could just give them a little bit of help with that will help them to start getting the most from your site to start engaging and get hooked in with your content. Being accessible helps you to do that. And that minute or so it'll take you to respond to a support email could be the difference between somebody canceling their membership at the end of month one, or getting really stuck into your site, starting to enjoy it from the beginning and sticking around for years to come. So make sure you're accessible, make sure you have clear channels of communication For your members, in order to help address any issues they may have that would otherwise lead to them potentially leaving, it's also important to make sure that you're pre-framing your offering correctly and that you're pre-qualifying your leads. So your promotional activity, your sales page message, all of that should be accurate and reflective of the type of people you want to attract into your membership. So. If getting the most from your product requires people to be of a certain level of existing competence or existing education within your field, then make sure that that's apparent, make sure that that's obvious, Make sure that you know the blog posts, the emails, the promotion activity you've been doing is pitched at that level. So people know what to expect and also you know you're attracting the right people in to your membership site. Because if you're doing one thing and if you're aiming for one particular type of client, but everyone who's actually joining your site, all of your members, aren't fitting with the type of member you want to attract, then there'll be a disconnect between them and your material. Maybe it'll be too advanced for them. Maybe it will be too many steps down the road in their journey for them to actually find useful and they'll end up leaving. So make sure that your site, your offer, your membership product is pre-framed and pre-qualified properly when you're actually promoting it, when you're blogging, when you're building authority on that sort of note you also want to make sure when it comes to your sales page your sales communications that you're not overhyping everything and that you're not misselling what someone's actually going to get remember with a membership site the transaction really begins when somebody joins your site it's an ongoing transaction it's something that Robbie Baxter from the membership economy book describes as the forever transaction So it's not a hit and run kind of deal where once you've got their money, you're out of there whether they like the product or not. People will only continue to pay you if you're delivering value to them. So if you've missold your membership site, if you've overhyped it and overstated what's in there in terms of courses, in terms of features. You know, if you're promising people direct access to you 24-7, but as it turns out, you're only giving people access on a group basis, one hour per month, then stuff like that is going to lead to people feeling that they've been ripped off or feeling that they're not getting the value that they believed they were going to get. And that's a very fast route to losing members. So avoid the temptation of going overboard on hyping up what your product is going to do, what it consists of, and so on. And make sure that you continue to deliver on the promises that your sales material and sales tactic make to your potential members. You also want to make sure that you're continuing to create engaging content. So create content with your members in mind. You should always, when it comes to the training you do, when it comes to the courses that you create, be thinking about how does this help to further the goals and further the results that your members are hoping to achieve. And put extra time, extra thought and extra effort into how you can make this content Fun to digest, engaging for your members. You know, what can you create to make your community a worthwhile experience? It's not just about the educational material. It's not just about the core material you're giving. How can you make your product, your membership site a part of someone's daily routine? Something that they enjoy being a part of and something that's going to keep them hooked in and engaged and active for months and months to come someone who's not engaged, someone who sees your membership site almost as an afterthought or something they have to do or something they should do, isn't going to be a good long-term member and eventually they'll end up drifting away. And finally, make sure that you have other options available so that if somebody does want to cancel or if someone's in a position where they need to cancel, then you have other options available to them that are a little less drastic. Because not everybody who cancels their membership with your site does so because they've consumed everything you've got on offer or because they're disgruntled or unhappy with what you're doing. A lot of the time people will cancel because their circumstances change or maybe they're not quite in the position that they should be in or feel they should be in in order to make best use of your site. So they think, well, I'll just cancel. I'll take a little break for six months and then I'll come back. Or maybe their financial situation's changed. Perhaps money's going to be tight for them over the next couple of months. They don't want to leave, but they feel that financially it's the responsible thing to do with something they should do because your membership site isn't as essential as, you know, keeping the lights on, keeping food on the table. So with those people, they don't want to cancel, but the only option they really have in a lot of cases is to cancel. If you can provide other options that mean you still retain that member, you keep them in your wheelhouse, you keep them active as a customer, or at least more active than just being a lapsed member, someone you've lost, then that puts you in far better position to continue a commercial relationship or at least pick it back up again sometime in the future. And the two most obvious options that you could have would first of all be to allow someone to pause their membership. This is something that only a small number of WordPress membership plugins allow you to do but what it does is it means if someone does need to take a break, for whatever reason, they put their membership on pause. So their payment profile is still active. Their accounts still active. They can't access the material while their membership is paused. But when they choose to come back, they simply log in, click on unpause, and their membership reactivates. So you're not having to sell to them again. You're not having to win them back you're just allowing them to take that little bit of a break if they need to. And then their membership is there waiting for them when they come back. So again, that's far less drastic than a cancellation. Now, a lot of people don't like the idea of that because they don't want people to pause their membership. They don't want them to have the option of pausing their membership, but actually Considering the alternative, would you rather someone take a break for six months and then come back because you've made it easy for them to do so? Or would you rather they cancel completely and then likely never come back? So that's one option, allowing payment breaks. Another option is to have a downsell available. So let's just say your membership site is costing $100 a month. Now, obviously, that's such an amount that a lot of people are going to treat it as something that's kind of not a passive transaction for them. And by passive transaction, I mean, you know, if someone's paying $10, $20, $30 a month for something, then quite often they'll let it run on regardless of whether they're getting the most from that service or from that product. Whereas once you get over a certain amount, it's usually about $50 and upwards, you start paying more attention to what you're actually getting in return for that. So let's just say someone's paying $100 per month and they decide, you know what, I'm not using this membership product, this membership site as much as I should be for what I'm paying for it. Again, if your only option then is to cancel, you've lost that customer and they then need to be convinced again in the future that it's worth them joining up. Whereas if you have a downsell available, that is perhaps a reduced version of what you offer for a reduced price. So let's say you have a course library with monthly training and a student feedback session every month and access to a community, and that's $100 a month. You might offer just your course library and the community. So no live training, no feedback, no direct access. You could offer that for $40 a month as a downsell option. Again, that's not going to convince everyone, but out of 10 potential lost customers, if you can save just one of them by offering a downsell, then not only does that mean that you're not losing out on all that revenue, it also means that you're keeping them in your wheelhouse so that should they be in a position where they want to move back up to the higher level, it's far easier for them to do so and it's far easier for you to promote to those people and to make it you know, an an easy thing for them to go back up to the full price version. So again, on that one, provide other options that are alternatives to people cancelling their account that enable you to keep the commercial relationship going so that there's far greater chance of people fully activating their membership and continuing on as a full paid member in the future. So those are our tips for reducing churn. Have a good onboarding system, be accessible and make sure that it's clear to people how they can reach you by having multiple channels of communication. Pre-frame and pre-qualify your membership product so that you're attracting the right people and their expectations and experiences align with what you're offering. Avoid overhyping or misselling your product and ensure that you continue to deliver on the promises that you make create engaging content that will keep your members hooked and make cancelling the last thing on their mind and finally when people are resigned to cancelling and they know they're going to leave your site make sure that there are alternatives available to them that make it easy for them to stick around or to put their membership on pause in order to continue that commercial relationship and better position you to convert them into full paid members in the future so, hopefully, that's given you a good insight into what churn is, why it's important, and what you can do to keep it down by improving your retention for your membership site. Hopefully, you've enjoyed today's episode. Hopefully, you've got a lot from it. And I'll be back again very soon with another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the Member Site Academy. Com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools and a supportive community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.